Petersfield's Shine Radio. Shine Radio's local showcase with Mandy P. Sponsored by Brickyard Studios. Petersfield's professional recording studio, rehearsal space and PA hire. So we heard a shortened version of the lovely chat we had with local artists Brian Robinson and Pete Effamy from Guildford the other day on the show and we are going to have a little bit of a longer version for you right now. Enjoy. Shine Radio's local showcase with Mandy P. Now I'd love to welcome to the show the marvellous Brian Robinson and Pete Effamy from... Hello. Sorry, Hello. Hello. Hello, Mandy. Hello, guys. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. So tell us all about you. You are two fabulous musicians from the local Petersphere. We are. Well, well, the thing is, Mandy, we've been, Pete and I have been playing together a long time where um, we met at music college. um, And when we left music college, Pete's a saxophone player, although he was doing clarinet predominantly at college. And he's a marvellous musician. I play guitar and I sing. And when we left college, we played in various bands together um, and played many um, places, including lots of RAF bases. <laughs> Bizarre did you? At the time. <laughs> we did, yes, um, which was quite interesting. And then um, more recently, we've, we then got into recording. And over the, the, the past few years, we've gradually got more and more into the producing and recording side of it as opposed to just playing and so now we've got a very good sort of recording setup with lots of um excellent microphones and preamps and plugins so we're able to produce okay. so, so very take good music back. as a result yeah. take take us back to um kind of where it all began you know where did you i believe you studied jazz before didn't you um brian yeah 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 that's right we, we did um yeah and uh i think we met through mutual fa- friends um and uh sort of got together and and started working together because it's uh it's a marrying up of of different uh skills skill sets yeah, so sure. um brian sings um and plays guitar two things of which i absolutely have no skills at whatsoever so <laughs> we go together really well um and me being a horn player and all of that and uh and then we meet in a few other areas like um uh, uh playing a, a, a bit of keyboards and, and stuff like that and um and uh, so it's uh, it, it it's a good partnership that works really well. And, Brilliant stuff. And I think, and I think the thing the thing is as well, Mandy, that's great is we've been playing together a while. But w- what we've developed over the years since we started is um, when we when we play together, we've got to a point where we we almost have a telepathy with playing. So. When we're playing, I can look at Pete and he can look at me. And I almost can tell either what direction he wants me to take yeah. the music or, yeah. what, or what he's about to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a very, very good musical relationship in that respect. So I'm, I, we never feel as though we're guessing with each other. So we rarely trip each other up at gigs. And that's carried on into the recording side where we're, we're very good, I think, at sort of 
working out where we're going and navigating it so we don't trip each other up and get the best out of whatever we do musically. I mean, I'm um, thinking Lennon McCartney here. I don't know about you. You know, <laughs> if you understand each other and you know where <laughs> one bar, stops and the other one starts. Bar, though, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah. you can, you never know. You can but dream, you know what I mean? Well, well the, the funny thing is, you you saying that is it actually makes a really good point, Mandy, and it is, and that's, um, if we are, I'm... I'm probably Paul McCartney and you're John Lennon in, in that um, in that I tend to um, be, be a lot more, I suppose, um, very, very melodic. And and what Pete comes then in and does is, is offers up sort of more sort of a funk element and, and more jazzy chords and stuff. So, yeah. So, yes, so, so I probably take it in a more commercial direction, particularly with melody. And then Pete manages to come in and I think make it more interesting by adding some spices and some other ingredients to make it musically far more interesting, actually. And, that, yeah. and, and in the Lennon and McCartney, and most duos, we're big fans of Steely Dan. And, and I think the same with Steely Dan with Donald Fagan and Walter Becker. If Donald Fagan would write these tunes and, and, and great songs and then Walter Becker would come in and probably mix it up a bit to actually make it less, um, yeah. obvious and I think that's what we do together actually I think uh, once you've got really... that partnership it's you know I mean like Elton John and Bernie Torpen, um, you know it's just you know once you've got that connection I think it's fantastic isn't it and um, there's yeah, no bounds to I it think, really yeah I think so I, I, I think it's useful to have a, a writing partner that can take over where you fall over basically um mm. So quite often I'll have spent a day or a few days in the studio when um, Brian's been doing something else and, and I'll say, I've done this, um, but I've got to a point now where I've run out, I, I, you know, I've, I've hit a block and he'll come on and we're able then to move forward because mm. Brian will have some input. Um, and, and that goes to and fro, really. Um, although the biggest part of, that Brian was alluding to with the, the sort of the the synopsis about McCartney Lennon is that uh, I'm I'm definitely not a melody or a lyricist, um, mm. and in fact the track that you have of ours, one of the tracks you have, um, Courtesan, uh, basically that one I pretty much wrote nearly everything, but I had no melody whatsoever. So it was just literally the groove that you hear with the instruments. Um, and, and I said to Brian, well, there you go. You need to go off and, and write a melody and some lyrics and, yeah, and then sing perfect. the thing as well. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it, you know, it, it was the, the whole concept of the story was Brian's. I was just the music. So it, it very much was a, an Elton John and Bernie talking yeah. really in, in that. But that's not to say that all the other tracks, Brian's just a lyricist or anything uh, uh, a lot of the other tracks basically brian wrote all the music and and i tend to fiddle with it um mm. i'm a good fiddler of music <laughs> <laughs> well that's and, good and to that's, know <laughs> and, yeah and, and that's an interesting song as well mandy and that um and it's a real challenge when somebody with that initially was written to be a, a jazz instrumental 
So writing the tune to it was a real challenge because musically it goes through about four or five key changes in a very short space of time. So it was very mm. difficult to write a flowing melody, which I think I managed to do in the end um, to a degree. Um, but the lyrics are really interesting to that in that um, it was inspired by Peaky Blinders, um, the mm-hmm. series. And, and so heavily. I've still not <laughs> seen that. So many people have, have said how amazing it is. I still haven't seen it. Do you know what? I I didn't see it for years and years, and everybody said, you must watch it, must watch it. And mm. then eventually, I, I'm from Birmingham originally. Oh, are you really? I, I am. I'm a Brummie. And so, I've um, got family up there as well myself. Have you? Me too. I've still got family up there. And so, and so when, so all my family, when it came out and it blew up and it was huge, is of course, it, everybody latched onto it, particularly mm. um, people from there, because it, it was such a cool series. Mm. Um but yeah, I took my inspiration for the lyrics from that. So tell us about your your musical um, influences and uh, what's coming up for you guys and all that kind of stuff. We want to know on the Shine Radio. Well, music musical influences. I think initially for me, I picked up a guitar because I was inspired by Jimi Hendrix. Like yes, many, excellent. Pro- probably the reason that half the people that pick up a guitar pick up a guitar. They watch. You never saw Jimmy him, Hendrix. did you? Live? Did you ever see him? I no. I wish I'd have mm. had the chance. Yeah, uh, no, a million people I've, do. I've, I do as well. I've, yeah, I've got friends that have seen him live, and have they you? all talk about it. Yeah, what, they all talk the about Isle it. Isle of Wight Festival. No, um, there's an amazing thing with people like Hendrix is when he, a friend of mine who's a writer who lives in Salisbury, he was living in London, and I think he was at about 17 or 18 at the time when Jimi Hendrix started to become big in London. And um, at the time, people like Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton and Cream, they'd play at small gigs such as youth centres. So they'd all turn up to somewhere that only had 500 people. Oh, that I love see. that. They're my favourite gigs. Know. The small ones are I the know. best, don't they? And Do you know what I mean? I know. And, and, and all of these people were on this small gigging circuit. So mm. he saw Cream and Eric Clapton. He saw oh, Jimi wow. Hendrix. Yeah. the Yardbirds. All these people were doing circuits. And I think it was a bit like the university gigging circuit from a while back. Yeah, and yeah. so he saw these people, and like everybody who talks about it, Sting said it changed his life when he saw um, Jimi Hendrix. He said that was it for him. He mm. decided he wanted to be a musician. Mm. And he seems to have had that influence on many people. I wish I'd seen him live, but, mm. but that's why I picked up guitar. And then I realized that to get to music college, I needed to um, get grades under my belt. So I took up classical guitar, and I uh, managed to do fairly well pretty quickly and, and got plenty of grades under my belt in a short space of time. Um, and then when I got to music college, I got heavily into jazz. And so started... Is that your favourite music? Jazz. Uh, probably. I, I'd say it's it's either jazz-influenced, yeah, probably if it's not jazz, it's jazz-influenced commercial music. So people like Steely Dan, where it's not jazz, but it's commercial music heavily inspired and influenced by jazz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said, what do you heard about you, Pete? Ah, I was going to yeah. say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, so I picked up the clarinet when I was seven simply because my dad had one, um, and he was a, a musician that, that played um, a number of instruments by ear. 
Um, my mum played piano and read music, played by reading music. Um, so oh. there was always music out. Um, so, yeah, I picked up the clarinet when I was seven, um, and my dad taught me for a while um, before... What's your favourite instrument, through. Pete? Oh, goodness. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to say something really off the wall. Um, mm. Something like oboe, possibly. Oh! Um, yeah, it's quite. I think Brian and I are both quite eclectic in our mm. and and wide ranging in our in what we like to listen to. So, having gone through and and going but through, but you this, play yeah, the oboe, do you? No, I don't. No, oh. but uh, I thought I, I meant yeah. to play. Sorry. Oh, to play. Um, I think it depends what I'm playing in at the time. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um. And just, I, I guess for me, it's how well something, how well you're doing the job that's in front of you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for example, if you had a builder in to build a wall, then you might talk about where it's in front of the property, so it needs to have really nice bricks and be done beautifully and the mortar's really done nicely and there's no hard edges. So I'm, I think both Brian and I both believe heavily that uh, you do as a musician or you owe to the music what is best for it, best yes. suited. Um, and that's your job as a musician, I think, no matter what you play. It's not to just turn up and say, well, I really liked John Coltrane's saxophone playing, and that's what I'm going to add here, because mm. it might be totally inappropriate. Mm. Um, so Depending on where you're playing it, and the venue. It and does, yeah. Everything, and, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it's the different yeah. uh, styles that I really get off on, um, doing different things. And, and I think if you, could, if you had a time machine and, uh, and you could go back and, and see... Um, uh, people like um, Hendrix yeah. or Led Zeppelin or uh, Frank Sinatra or Presley mm -hmm. or, or whomever. Definitely. I, I, go to, I go to all of them and I'd absolutely love all of them Sorry, as well as classical music. You know, I, it's, mm. I think if you're in the midst of greatness, shall we say, then it's just fantastic no matter, almost no matter what it is, as far yes. as I'm concerned. I absolutely um, agree with you. So, yeah, that's what stokes me up. And I, I yeah. think Brian's very similar, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Who's the best yeah. band, or is this cheesy? Who's the best band you've yeah. seen? <laughs> oh, what have we seen? Well, we both went to a Prince gig, didn't we? The year. <gasps> when was that? 90. I love Prince. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would have been about 96, 98. Yeah, yes. and, and that blew away simply because... I don't think we'd ever seen mm. something that just segued throughout. There, there was no stops in the I, music. He, just I never knew he was so talented on. in the like, playing oh, every outrageous. single musical instrument going and a brilliant yeah. singer. Yeah. And dancer. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Just amazing, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so that was definitely up there. Yeah, that's um, one of them. Yeah. I've seen some great classical concerts as well. Um, yeah. And yeah. Brian, you've seen Steely Dan, and I haven't. Yeah, Steely Dan was great. 
Very, very good. Stevie Wonder was amazing. Oh, Wonder. yes. I saw him years but, ago, yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean, Pete, Pete's played with lots of people as well, Mandy. He's played with lots of big names as well. I haven't, but he's... Come on then, Pete. With... Come on, reveal. Oh, <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm a bit broad-sided. Um, well, I was lucky enough to play in Terry Wogan's um, uh, radio... Uh, house band for his Weekend Wogan series. In the, really? In the yeah, so uh, we did something like 104 um, live-to-air performances throughout 35 shows. Um, ah. And the standout for me was Glenn Campbell. I mean, I was talking yeah. about just being floored by someone. And um, I mean, this this was is I mean, it him that does the wichita thing, yes it? wichita lineup it song. was very odd on on two uh, on two fronts one that one of my earliest memories is is being at home with my mum uh around the house and having terry on radio two mm -hmm. um and obviously playing things like wichita line man mm -hmm. and then you find yourself sitting in the band with Terry there about 10 yards and away. Glenn Campbell. Um, and, and Glenn Campbell. And Glenn Campbell. And it just goes. Wow. Um, and, I, and I can, I feel almost tearful thinking oh. about it. It, oh. it was just Don't get me started. No, yeah, it was just incredible, incredible. And there wow. were, there, as I say, there were lots of other performances, people like Lulu, uh, Craig David, and um, mm. Westlife, and Coloma uh, Faith. Paloma, and and again, there you you've got that um, dichotomy of um, all these different uh, styles and people and and all of that, and that was fantastic. And uh, I think Sounds the whole amazing. band really loved that time. It was fantastic. Yeah. Woo! Well, I'm very honoured that you've decided to talk to me on my little show, the local showcase. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> No, it's um, absolutely yeah, pleasure. Very, very nice to talk to you. And um, so tell us what's coming up for you. Brian, you've got a an album coming out in the autumn. Yes. Um, um, really, really exciting. Yeah, yeah, Salvation Bell. And now it's, you know, um, it's been a long time in the um, planning and execution of recording it and whatever. Yeah. It's, it's Where did you record? Have you got a studio near you or is it in your... We've we've got our own studio, so um, oh. so we record in our own studio. So we're really then? lucky. It's just in this. Okay. Really yeah. fortunate. I mean, the thing is, we're really lucky, Mandy, and that, like I like I say, when we when we started out, we we started doing our own recording in a very modest way. We had a an eight track uh, tape rec recorder to to record on to do multi tracks then got some digital gear and it's grown and grown until now we had we do have a proper studio facility and we've got a lot of very good equipment so so we're lucky we can take our time and just do things to the standard we like to record them at mm -hmm. um, and take our time until we think it's right um but with the album really exciting because uh as i say it's been a long time getting it together but over a decade right? over a decade yeah but, really so, yeah, yeah. It, Why? It, there were a lot of false starts in that, unfortunately, liking Steely Dan, 
you also become audiophiles and love the quality of the sound. Um, and, of course, back in that, that day then, um, that really was millions of pounds worth of, of, of um, gear, basically, in studio mm. time. Luckily, even though it's not um, cheap, as we could say, it's, uh, in relative terms, it's cheap. Um, and so you can attain that, um, that quality yourself now, so long as you learn how to do it. And, and we had a lot of full starts in that we'd get so far and then we'd, we'd find out how to do another bit of engineering or producing and, or get another bit of kit. And then you'd, you'd basically start again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been the process until recently or more recently, the gains have become less of a percentage. Um, and so you really feel as though you're getting somewhere. And, and I think we've now, well, we have reached a point yeah. now where it sounds silly and too perfectionist, but unfortunately I hold my hand up and uh, my name is Pete and I am <laughs> a perfectionist. Um, and, and the problem is that um, being that perfectionist, uh, it, it takes so much time to learn these things, you know. I, yeah, um, it does. But it really uh, does. luckily, okay. we've got to a point where we can now live with it. Um, yeah, and we like it. So, um, Brilliant. Yeah. So some of these songs are, are relatively new. Some of them are a few decades old, yeah. but have been reworked. Listen, it's been great to chat to you guys. And um, thank you so much for joining me. Please introduce your lovely track. Hello everybody, my name is Brian Robinson and this is Peter Athme and you're about to listen to She Used to Be a Courtesan. Respect. He wants respect. Paris. 
songs local artists the local showcase from petersfield's shine radio come on petersfield let's build a band a beat from dragon street and a snare from the square a bass from penn's place a gliss from Liss, and a fill from bell hill oh some vocals from us locals and the dave gilmore of tillmore Only Petersfield's Shine Radio plays original music from local musicians. The Local Showcase with Mandy P is sponsored by Brickyard Studios. Petersfield's professional recording studio, rehearsal space and PA hire. The Local Showcase, Thursday nights at 9 and always online at shineradio.uk. 